Yo, 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 it's Matt. Hey, it's Josh. It's your boy Darius. You are now tuned into the Dominate the Decade podcast. Let's go. I'm trapped in. I'm trapped in, I know it. Hey, I know I'm trapped. I'm trapped, trapped. I know I'm trapped. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look. I heard my nigga talking about me. Whisper getting close. Uh, nigga, same breaking bread. I don't even know you. Yo, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing, man? Doing good, man. Doing pretty good. Hey, can't complain. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, today, we have a special episode. We got some guests coming up. Um, two black-owned businessmen, uh, the owners of Golden Wings, got a packed episode. Uh, really great interview. Sat down with them. But first, we had to acknowledge the recent passing of civil rights legend uh, John Lewis. So we're going to talk about that for a little minute, but make sure to stay tuned for the uh, back half of the episode where we interviewed the owners of Golden Wings. So, so John Lewis died, well, we're recording this on Sunday, but John Lewis died Saturday from complications, I think, with cancer. Is that correct? Yeah, pancreatic cancer, I believe. Uh, okay. So he had cancer, I think, for five years is what I read. Yeah. Um, he was struggling with that battle for about five years. But, Darius, do you want to give us some background on who John Lewis is? Yeah. Uh, so, basically, to kind of put it all in a nutshell, to put, you know, a lifelong civil rights career in basically a couple sentences, uh, he was a civil rights leader uh, and a congressman who is best known probably for his work with the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee during the 1960s. He helped to coordinate the march on Selma across the Edmund Pettus Bridge uh, for voting rights for the African Americans in that community. He helped organize the march on Washington. He worked with the Freedom Rides during the 1960s as well with the Congress of Racial Equality. And he also served as a congressman in Atlanta for something like 30-ish years. Uh, I believe he was first elected in 1986 and has been elected every year since then so one thing that people commonly know him by is this expression good trouble where his whole thing was if you see something's wrong people are treated unjust whatever make sure you say something and go ahead and get in some of that good trouble being that he got arrested i think it was somewhere around 45 different times wow. but at least he kind of take those steps and now uh what we see here today yeah um and i think the thing that just sticks out to me is the fact that he wasn't any older than us when he started. He was actually yeah. younger than us uh, for a lot of what he did, him and like the other people that he worked with. And so it's just interesting to like kind of think about my life in contrast to his uh, and the fact that he had way less going for him than I do now, that we do now just as, you know, black Americans. But we still, you know, inherited a lot of the same struggles, unfortunately. But it does give me some kind of like hope and, you know, something to look forward to that we can, you know, carry the torch further than yeah, and that's another uh, example of young leadership during that time. I know this is kind of a running thing on the podcast where it's leaders that did these monumentous things, but they were very young whenever they were doing these things, too. So that's just another example. Yeah, he started off, and I think he's from Troy, Alabama. I always think of Troy as Troy University. Yeah. They have a football team. They almost beat Clemson. We're not going to go into there. But anyway, so so he's from Troy, Alabama. He really kind of got started where he met Martin Luther was he applied for to Troy University and they didn't, he didn't hear anything back from him. And so he wrote a letter to, I think it was either 17 or 18. He wrote a letter to Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King replied, which is a big deal. Martin Luther King is writing you back. Everybody doesn't get that. And he sent him a round bus trip around bus ticket and then that's where he met Martin Luther and that's where he kind of got going and so eventually I don't think the the school 
the him going to school in Alabama thing worked out. Yeah. But he ended up going to school in Tennessee. I believe it was Fisk University, which is an HBCU. I figure. Um, which is where he got, you know, introduced to a lot of other people who were student activists. He met a lot of student activists during his time in college in Tennessee. Um, and so he kind of just went on from there as far as, you know, learning the different tactics of nonviolence. College is where he started to study philosophy, uh, specifically this philosophy of nonviolence. And that's where, you know, a lot of his nonviolent activism kind of like got his start. When you look at those sit-ins, when they were obviously practicing nonviolence, I knew that thing was brutal. Mm. Because you even see them sitting at the counter, the white guys pull them down, punch them a couple times, and it's like you know you want to respond back yeah. to it. And as a matter of fact, in the documentary, they show where it's like they actually practice not responding. And then so they continue to keep knocking you down. All you're doing is just fighting to sit at the counter. Yeah. It's like you can't react because that would dispel everything. Why, actually? Like in his case, you're following the Martin Luther King uh, way of thinking. You don't. And Malcolm X is all about self-defense. So two different yeah. ways of doing things. And I saw that uh, whenever he was, even though he had these philosophies about nonviolence, there was also an altercation where he was almost beaten to death uh, at one of these protests. I think it was the the Selma march, um, where he said there were some. Uh, cops that were like bashing in his skull he thought he was going to see death right there uh fortunately he made it out alive but that's just one of those things where you are trained not to respond or retaliate or anything but that can also lead you to being in this very bad position as well yeah like it's those sorts of things that i think about whenever you know you see on twitter like these old like oh we're not our ancestors type things but it's like you're absolutely right. Like, we're not. Like, mm. some of us would fold immediately. Yeah. One of my aunts consistently tells me every time I go down the country, my version of down the country, which is Hopkins, she says, oh, I don't want to hear nothing about this new protest. Y'all would not have dealt with none of the things that they dealt with back then. And them, them, they were made with some stuff, really, like some yeah. really hard. As a matter of fact, I think one of my grandmothers told me uh, they don't make the people. The people aren't built what they used to be built on, if mm. that makes sense. And that's another thing with the bus boycotts. I just kind of want to emphasize, yo, Back then, them people with the bus boycott, they walked. Yeah. 381 days, I believe. A whole past the year. Bro, they walked. That yeah. is In Alabama heat. Yes. Yeah, we also definitely do have to mention uh, Reverend C.T. Vivian, who also passed on the same day as John Lewis, um, another great civil rights figure uh, who was just as influential in, all the, um, in a lot of the same events. Also, um, I believe he was chairperson of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. Yeah. Um, MLK said that he was the greatest preacher he ever heard. And like I said before, he's also very influential in, you know, planning the, the march on Washington, the march across the, Sel- the Selma Bridge, uh, the Edmund Pettus Bridge, and, you know, just a pivotal figure in the entire civil rights movement as a whole. So it'd definitely be great if everyone, you know, if you don't know about e- either of these two great men, uh, definitely do your research. Yeah. And yeah, just honor that memory by, you know, continuing to do great things. Yeah, I'm going to definitely uh, do some more research on them, especially with Reverend Vivians, where uh, Martin Luther King said he was one of the best preachers, no, the best preacher he had ever heard. So uh, I would love to go back and listen to some of his uh, sermons. That's great praise from a preacher himself, too. Yeah. Martin Luther, obviously, he knows what's good, good preaching is. So like Adarian said, y'all go check those out. And now for this interview, hopefully y'all like it. There are a lot of gems in here, so get a notebook out. A ton of gems. Hey, this is some real OG talk. Uh, shout out to the guys at Golden Wings. Y'all make sure to go and support Um, But yeah, enjoy this interview. We enjoyed it as well. And make sure to stay tuned to the end where we close with uh, a Mills Davis song. Shout out to Mills Davis, a local artist, um, great artist, a friend of the podcast. So shout out. Make sure y'all stay tuned and listen to that to outro.
Hey, so we're live on set uh, at the best wing spot in South Carolina, Golden Wings. We got two special guests, um, James and Jason. Which one is James and which one is Jason? I'm James, I'm James. Sir. I'm Jason. All right, all right. How y'all been doing, man? Good, cannot complain. Yeah, we just want to sit down with y'all, talk for a little minute about uh, black-owned business, uh, get some word out about this uh, great wing spot so more people can be out here because, man, this, this spot is great for sure. So, uh, Golden Wing, uh, how, how did y'all come together? When did y'all start it? Oh, man, we started back uh, with the idea of uh, maybe 2009. Sheesh. Yeah, 2009, we had Booker Street Grill on Fowl Road, across okay. from the hot spot. Yeah. Um, we started there with the original idea, and we continued to just grow. Um, and then one day, it was funny, we were at the chef store, and we was trying to pick out a name. Yeah. And it was a motorcycle in front of us. And it had yeah, the Golden Wing yeah, cruiser. It's a cruiser. Okay. So then we just shortened it and said Golden Wings. And said that's what we're going to be. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's what y'all stuck with. Yeah, oh, stuck okay. with it, hey, that's a cool name, though, because yeah. it's like, oh, we got wings, but you got tons of other stuff. But it's right, like, right, 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 that's right. crazy, yeah. man. Oh, what's some of the stuff y'all have on the menu? Well, since you asked that question, <laughs> you got cheesesteaks, you know, our wings, uh, chicken fillies. Turkey burgers, mm. um, fries, okra, yeah. shrimp, whiting, gizzards and livers, and um, tilapia and um, flounder. Man, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good range. Usually when I come, I know y'all know I get the teriyaki wings every right, time. Right, right. That's, that's our those. similar. That's the best one. That's yeah, best yeah. be smashing those. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yo, how did y'all meet? Like, how did this whole Jersey, thing man. start? Ex-wife, my yeah, ex-wife and his ex-wife. Uh, yeah. They're uh, my my ex-wife's sister. Uh-huh. And his ex-wife were, we're friends. Okay. okay. Uh, had a little cookout. He comes from New Jersey. I'm Jersey. Hit it off. Instantly, that's it. Had yeah. the same drive, same interest. Been rocking ever since. That was 2004. Yeah. Jeez. So yeah. 16 years. 16 years. Yeah. yeah, man. Do y'all think it's a major difference between starting businesses like up in Jersey as compared to starting them in South Carolina? They're about uh, the same. I think it's about the same. Uh, Price-wise, maybe. This okay. is a little bit different. Yeah. You don't have to run into because it's a higher price up north. Mm -hmm. But uh, I really don't think it's, it's going to be the same uh, platform, same blueprint. You got to yeah. do the same thing. You know, is it going to be more expensive up there? That's yeah. all, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Would y'all say that is uh, you get more support uh, up there? Because I know black-owned businesses, those are just a thing. You see those all around right, in like New right. York, New Jersey, but come to a place like Irmo, South Carolina, you don't really see it too much. Right. It's a few and far between. I'm going to point something out to you that you have not noticed. Just think about this area right here. Yeah. You have a black restaurant. You have a black barbershop. Yeah. You have a black hair salon. You have a black ambulance company and another black barbershop right across the street so this is like a cornerstone the, of the, the cornerstone of black business in Irma right here right so, here I mean so, it's good though it is really good the community I mean, we're, right and the community really yeah. supports us yeah you know ever since the uh, virus the pandemic started we stayed yeah. we were last man standing yeah. and stayed you're gonna continue to be here you know um, and people the public really appreciate you trying to help them because a lot of people don't cook no more. I mean, yeah. even though, you know, it's it's wings and burgers and stuff like that. And James and I, our background, it's much more broader than just that. Yeah. You know, we were willing to do meal prep, 
anything for any athletic teams yeah. and stuff like that. And catering, yeah, catering functions and stuff like that. Because our, 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 we cook way, way beyond. Just the wings. Yeah, really? way beyond that. Okay. So how did y'all like start out with that? Like you said, your background is uh, a little bit more diverse than burgers and wings. Like, did y'all start out in culinary school or learning in the kitchen, something like that? Our parents. Okay. Yeah. His mom and his grandmother and my mom. Yeah. You know, all of them being good cookers and stuff like that. That really, you know, knew how. Sat to down, sat down, and, and made you take the time out to teach you. To yeah. teach you. Yeah. You, you don't know. have to cook for yourself one day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, you don't have to cook for yourself one day. So you know, independence. Yeah. You know. Don't depend on a lot of people. I was about to say, I hear that a lot nowadays. You hear people saying, make sure you know how to do your own stuff. Make sure right. you know how to cook your own food. Sometimes even kill your own, you know, meat. Yeah, right, right, right. Because right. it's survival, you know? Yeah, because sure. if you're going to depend on someone to do it for you, I, you know, that's not doing anything for you. You yeah. know, I'm just depending on you to do it for me. Yeah? Yeah. When I can do so it. So I can't eat if you right. don't, if you don't cook. You know, <laughs> that's point. Point. you know what I'm saying? So like, well, I'm supposed to starve? Really? Yeah. No. I'm gonna chef something up. Yeah. Oh, now you're hungry now? Okay, come on. We'll charge you for it. Yeah, yeah, you know. So. Yeah, I think that goes to show uh, that saying the uh, give a man a fish, he can yeah. eat for a day, teach a man a fish, he can eat for a life. Right, so, right, right. You see that. Right. And I think it's good too. Uh, because a lot of people obviously think that, like, you know, if you want to run a successful restaurant, you have to go and, like, get this, like, high-class, like, five-star uh-huh. education or whatnot. But I'm like, <laughs> no. you know, my mama's been cooking for me yeah, for 22 right. years. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. But but our concept is uh, is KISS, meaning keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. That's a good concept. Don't, don't overthink it. Yeah. It's so simple. Even y'all business. Anything y'all trying to do, do not overthink it. Don't be like, oh, man, we can do that. No. I'll tell you about a funny conversation. Because the simplest thing be the, the one that be like, well, oh, my goodness. We, 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 we went to go visit the uh, owners of <laughs> Copper River and um, I guess it would be now be Jay Peters. Okay. Um, two brothers um, in Greenville. And his best friend, we're sitting, you know, sitting on the couch. Saying about chilling. Chilling. He said, look. You guys, just feed the fish. Don't reinvent it. Just feed the fish. And we sat there. And he were, these were millionaires. Our millionaires. That was, but they are millionaires. And, you know, that was a million dollars worth of information and just in that statement. Meaning, take yourself out of business because it's not about you. It's about that customer. Right. We don't eat pork. But you come in here and say you want a pork chop sandwich, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> I'm going to go back there and cook it for you. Yeah. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Don't make it about you. You know what I mean? Right. That's what you mean by that. Yeah. Feed the fish. Yeah. If they want it, go. That's what they want. I don't yeah, even listen to business, but I bet you we got them back there. We got them back there. <laughs> right on and there. You know how to cook them. Yeah. Big homie doesn't eat whitens. He only eat the butterfly. We got filet. We eat the Jersey butterfly uh, whiten. They're a little shorter and bigger and smaller. Yeah, but guess what? Somebody come in and say they want to white it. Guess what he do? He go back there and eat fish. Yeah. <laughs> it's fish. It's fish. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, you know, hey. Remove yeah. yourself from Remove it. Remove it, man, because yeah. it's not about you. It's yeah. really not. You know? I think that's one thing with uh, business in general that our community doesn't really see. Or maybe it's made out to seem like, oh, business is this difficult thing. This is hard right. thing. You got to study for years and years just because right. you've seen it on TV or you've seen successful people that do things you're like oh i can't do that but right. it's just one thing where it's like just getting started yeah what you don't hear too much is how many successful people talk about how many times they failed before they, before they yeah. got to that point you know um 
it's some, a lot of it's trial and error, you know. If you went out of business. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you figure it out, yeah, like you really figure it out. You want to work for yourself and not be limited on how much you can make. Yeah. When you work for somebody else, that's really limiting yourself. James, I tell you, we're about to change some things here. Yeah. So we know we can do more. Right. You know, so don't limit when you work when you work for yourself. You're not limited. You, you, you worth $10, options, $20, $30 an hour. Think about it. What, do you, what is your worth? And you, you're letting someone tell you what you're worth. What's your worth? Yeah. We just drive we need, a little bit harder. If we need more, we drive harder. That's it. What would y'all say is the most difficult or was the most difficult thing about starting up? No. Everybody tell you no. You right. can't do it. The mm. naysayers. It wasn't even about the money. It wasn't about the money. It was no. Hey, man, you know what? We got to open the store. Oh, well, how much is the rent in that place? But, <laughs> how y'all gonna do? You, you, you know how much you got? How many wings you got to sell to make that? The, the night's gonna be this much. The, how much the rent gonna we've be? Been here two years. Yeah. And each year we've turned a decent profit. Mm. So I don't hear that. Yeah, and it's <laughs> you got to get over. You have to get over that hump of the naysay. People, it's gonna be family members. Yeah. Friends, cousins. I mean, it's gonna be everybody. Right. Everybody gonna tell you no. Hey, you can't do it. You can't do this. Da, da, da. It's up to you to be like, you know what? No, I can do this. I know I can do it. Speak it, write it, and it's gonna happen. Yeah, mm. yeah you hear a lot about write it down, make it yeah. plain. Yeah. Because it's gonna happen. Because you speak your existence. Mm. You know, if you're negative. You're only gonna tell, attract negative stuff. Tell, tell them about this, man. All right. <laughs> we were at the gas station before we even got the restaurant. And the gas station around the corner at Firesgate Market. We used to go in there and talk to the old owner about opening up. and She would always and, give us the... A him and haw story, right? So then one day my son walked in and said, Hey, y'all want to open up a restaurant? We were like, where? Where? And we laughed because it was the building we wanted. Now, mind you guys. That was years ago. This building that we went to, the Shell Gas Station, was in 2006 mm-hmm. when we went there. When we were hanging out trying to get it. And when did we get it, man? Uh, like three, two, year, three years ago. Yeah, three years ago, three 2016. Years. Wow, right. 10 years later. 10 right. years later. And then we even saw this building. Right. And we looked at it, we was talking about the, you know, the rent. And, oh, we, and, we, and, we, in hindsight, it wasn't a lot of right. money. We now we like, think oh, about man, it. Right? I can't, we kept on saying, without calling her, that we know that rent's going to be a lot. Okay. Know that rent's going to be a lot. Not even calling it. And as soon as we found out what it was, we were like, oh. Jesus, we should have been there. Yeah. Could have been around we never, there. We never should have went even went over there. Never went to should have been. Never should have went to the gas station. Right. Never. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. Talk, Sometimes you, know, you have to open up your mouth. Yeah. 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 And ask questions. Yeah. And close mouth don't get fat. I was just thinking. I was thinking the same thing. Close mouth don't get fat. We found out, and then someone told us, well, if you do this, you can do this. They're flexible. They'll work with you. Yep. And sure enough, they were. We were shocked. We were sitting there signing the paperwork, like, and she was agreeing to everything we said. Wow. And then you, you find people be like, oh, you, you know that equipment cost going to be so much when you try to open up a restaurant. It's going to be so much. But what they don't tell you is there's a term called turnkey. Mm-hmm. As long as you got certain things in the building, you're already ready. Right? right? right. And then, then you say, and I say, well, you got you to gotta do brand new equipment. No, you don't. Now, There's kidding. a brand new fryer for eight hundred and eighty nine dollars. We got to use one that's been working for two years, and will burn the chicken down, shrink the grease, shrink the grease. I don't see the grease evaporate. And we paid three hundred. Oh wow! Yeah. 
and it was black as me when we got it and cleaned it up. It looked like we can go sell it right now in the road. Brand new. Brand new. Wow. So don't don't fake the phone. Because don't 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 get don't. all that negative in your head. People yeah. gonna tell again, you so much you stuff. Think, you think people who are millionaires do the same thing. Again, this very house we were at, we were they were playing foosball in the garage. <laughs> yeah. We were walking out and he had uh, a grill like the one we got back there wrapped in plastic Just that was, was used. Yeah. He said, okay, I ain't buying a new one. This is a millionaire telling he wasn't going to spend his money on a new griddle. And it wasn't even as big as the one we got back there. A little 48. Yeah. Wow. The small one. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, you, 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 like he said, you learn things and then you some people are going to talk to you like, oh, man, that ain't true, bro. That's not true. You you look it up or you hear somebody say, you like, oh, it wasn't true. I know it, man. I knew wow. we could do it. I knew it wasn't that much. It's this. Only, I knew it. Honestly, it's only one piece of, one new piece of equipment. That was that's it. And that was one of the fries we bought. Everything else was used. Wow. And some of the stuff was already here. Yeah. That's why I say turkey. Yeah. Walking. We have a walking cooler. Walking cooler. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. things like that they don't tell you. You want to? We want to open up another restaurant. Why would we go open up a whole shell and spend a whole bunch of money when we and he can peek in or look on top of the roof and say, okay, the hood is still there. Yep. A hood alone is ten thousand dollars, guys. Minimum. Mm-hmm. So it's already in there. So guess what? That's ten thousand dollars in our pocket that yeah. we don't gotta spend. So now let's see what else they got. Oh, they got the fire suppression system. Oh, so now all we gotta do is call some people to come. Make sure it's charged. Make sure it's charged. Get the tag put on it. Well, that alone cost three or something grand. So guess what? That's thirteen thousand dollars we got still in our pocket that we did not spend. And then we got a five thousand dollar walk-in cooler that mm-hmm. we didn't have to pay Eighteen thousand dollars, guys, that we so, did not have to spend. Sheesh. That's <laughs> Hey, you see? All you <laughs> so, got to do is get started. I'm yeah, saying. You just got to have that have vision, menu, guys. Have your menu together yeah. and just. Have a concept, a niche. Why do you think we sell 50 cent wings, man? 60 cent wings. You know why? Because we feel like it gives you room to come in here to order something else. Yeah. That's smart. Oh, uh, okay. That's smart. That's a key. Everything yeah. is calculated. Yeah. <laughs> it's already calculated, fellas. Yeah. So when you come in here, we like, damn, guys, you know. You guys come in here, you got still got room. Think about it, you got a 10 piece, you're like, damn, I got a 10 piece. I still got a dub. Man, you can feed your whole house with a dub. Facts. Yeah. yeah. And then another thing, dude. <laughs> natural size wings that don't have any growth hormone. Yeah. Yeah. So that way, I guess you really could say it just paint out better for you, you know? Yeah. Better for you. It's a natural small you know, wing. Yeah. And then and we, we, also, we have people come in and complain. Right. Well, y'all got the big wings. Right. Well, you ever seen a natural chicken versus the one that's pumped up on steroids? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which one you want? Which one would you rather have? <laughs> you, know, yeah. you want a steroid or natural? You know? Yeah. It gets in your system. You know? That was so. one of the things that uh, when I first came in here, because somebody recommended it, I was like, word, bro. Always trying to support black business. Right, 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 pull right. up. And then I get the wings, and I'm like, oh, man, they're small. But I got, like, 20 wings my first time. I'm like, hey, this filled me up. So it doesn't really matter. And that price that y'all said, y'all sell, like, 50 50 cent, 60 cent wings, and you can really load up. Yeah, we've had people walk out because, you know, small wings. But, hey, you know, it's all good. It's cool. And then that guy came in, and my big homie said, man, you're going to need more than 10 wings. Nah, man. I don't, want, I don't want no more than 10 wings. That man, listen, you're going to need more than 10 wings. <laughs> homie went to the barbershop, and two minutes later, by the time that door closed, he was open. He said, hey, big homie, let me get 10 more wings. That's for the crew. Yeah. Hey, big homie, let me get 10 more wings. He walked in here like he had a chicken bone hanging out. Yeah, 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 because he did. Say, 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 say,
Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. That's amazing, shout out to y'all, because like you said, it's healthier too, and so therefore yeah, you're not man. putting all that the toxins or whatever and, in your body. And, and and we do have some healthier choices. We do have salads, okay, and stuff like that. You know, people don't know it, but we come in. Yeah, grilled fish, uh, grilled shrimp, stuff like that. Um, hell, we even make a shrimp po' boy. Mm. You know, and if that's something. You're interested in that stuff. Come get one one day. You know, we like a lot of stuff. Like, it's things that we have that we can combine. Yeah. You okay. know, uh, don't like to do it, but, you know, if somebody comes in and wants to combine certain things, it's money. Yeah. And we're going to have we're gonna sell stuff anyway. It's going to go bad. Right? Yeah. We'll sell it. Sell it. You know, it's, it's not rocket science. That's, feed the fish. Yeah. Again, hey. Right back to that. Feed the fish. Nah, that that is a golden line right there. That's a golden line from Golden Wings right there. <laughs> right. Feed the fish. Uh, Don't man. over overcomplicate it. Man. Right, man. Keep it simple, man. Yeah. Keep it simple, man. That's all. You guys will be good. Yeah. But uh, before before did me interrupt you. Right. But y'all before we started recording, y'all had said y'all have some things that y'all are looking forward to doing in the future. Because you know our podcast will dominate the decades. What are some things that y'all are looking forward to doing? Well. Doing stuff to give back to the community. Yeah. Hence the event we're trying to put together now for uh, Labor Day that Saturday mm-hmm. on the fifth. Um, we just want to do something this, to be this more community community right. events. That's it, man. Yeah. We don't want to go out all out. We just want to. It's right here. Right. Yeah. No, it's all about the community right here. It's Irmo community right yeah. here. So as yeah. much as we can do, provide for them, the better. Whether yeah. it's events. Donating to the to the local schools around here, Dutchport or Irmo. Yeah. Um, you know, just have doing some, just have, just doing anything. Right. You know, community based. Yeah. And one thing y'all said earlier was that y'all were looking to have like artists or anything do listen parties and stuff. Right. So that's another uh, method of giving back to the right. community. Can y'all talk a little bit about about that? Well, uh, my artist, um, her name is uh, Bria Monet. Okay. Um, you guys can follow her on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Um, Shout out Bria Monet. Shout out Bria, yeah, you know what's yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, her uh, album is uh, called Glow, so you guys can also look that up. Yeah. Okay. Um, but basically, uh, we just wanted to get into the entertainment uh, industry as well. Um, his son is a uh, upcoming one. Hey, shout, shout, yeah, shout out Mills Davis, man. Hey, he listens to the pod sometimes. Right, good right. friend. He's a good dude. So we are uh, we both musically inclined. Uh, we can't rap or sing anything like that. But, uh, <laughs> I can't hold a note. But I know music. Yeah, yeah. We know our music, and um, it's kind of not hard to see what's going on. And uh, we feel like we yeah, we got a good artist that we can really push. Yeah. Um, and that's the biggest thing. I, I think some people just need help, just pushing. Yeah. You know, get somebody behind her corner really push out there because she got the talent yeah. she just need the help you know in the back end so yeah, yeah. definitely shout out to her I'm yeah. going to give her a listen tonight honestly yeah 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 everybody so. who's listening y'all go put a uh, y'all go give her a listen to follow on Instagram whatever the case may yeah. be now we're going to shout her out on the page for sure we got to yeah, yeah. Uh, so obviously y'all the two black male business owners uh, and obviously there's been like a huge push lately towards you know supporting black owned businesses and so uh, what do y'all think the like the symbolism of y'all being two black male business owners is for like, you know, people like us who are up and coming, trying to, you know, figure out life, what that means. Right, this role model, that's all I'm gonna call it, right? You know, you guys can come to us because we're, 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 we're accessible. Put, yeah, yeah, and we're putting a blueprint already. You know, we're, we're going through the trials and tribulations. So hopefully when you guys come and say, hey, yo, we wanna open up a restaurant, we can just say, you know what, this is what you guys have to do, and you guys are off and running. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the significant of trying to help being Black-owned businesses that you guys can actually come to us, 
You know what I mean? You get the information that you guys truly need to be successful. And yeah. It's much easier for you guys. Yes. I was about to say, especially because like you were saying, y'all already gone through some trials and try to figure yep, things yep, out. Yep. So we come, y'all get the gyms and move from there. Right. Right. Yeah. So. I got you, Mimo. And it's, yeah. it's, it's a good thing to have older black men, yeah. tense, well, since we're all black sitting here, to talk to. Because there's things about life y'all haven't figured out yet. Right. Yeah. And, that's, that's and this information is free, dude. Like, come talk to I us. I think that, and that's the biggest thing that him and I, always talk about, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm gonna say it, is that I think we are the last generation that really had the black role model, mm. man. Wow. My grandfather owned a barbershop, you know. My and dad I, owned a convenience store. Wow. He it, yeah, he owned it with my uncle, and this is why we try to do a lot of community events, because that's what I saw coming up. Yeah. Softball games. I remember the guy used to come out and make real ice cream in front of us, shave ice cream in front of us. Wow. You know, pony Jeez. rides and stuff like that. But that's the thing that my grandfather and him did. And he always said, if you love your community, the community will love you. Yeah. So we want the community to love us. Mm. You know, so we saw that. So that's what me and him are trying to follow. So for you guys that, I'm not saying that you don't have that father figure, but those that want no. to get into business or want to just try to do a little bit more can come to us. Yeah. Because we saw it, <laughs> you know, we, we actually saw I mean, my grandfather dad, getting up. My dad didn't have no education. Not yeah. He left school in 10th grade. Yeah. Mm. My grandfather yeah. was in the military. Yeah. You know, and everyone in my family were entrepreneurs. Everyone. My, oh. Yeah. My great-grandmother had a home daycare mm. from the time I was toddler all the way up to I was 15 years old. And she just got tired of it. And my grandfather had the barbershops. My mom was one of the first to actually work for Mary Me when it came out. Mm. And then once she started figuring out what was going on, she bounced off and had a cleaning company of her own stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Great grandfather had a um, seafood restaurant on the beach in Jacksonville. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, my whole family, my uncle, like again, with my grandfather, cut here, and that's on my uh, grandfather, I'm grandmother's side, her brother. So I mean, everyone. Yeah, that's in the blood. That entrepreneurial spirit is in the blood. It's in it, yeah, and I saw it, you know? Man, always talk about it, man. Always talk about it. That's, that, that's the freedom. That's when you're truly free. Mm. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? When you're working hard for yourself, man, fellas, my grandfather used to work so hard, get, get done in June, and we would leave Jersey and go to Jacksonville and stay from June and wouldn't come back until the first day of school. Wow. Sheesh. That freedom. First day of school and not miss a lick, not miss no money. Get there, Jacksonville, get my grandmother her money. Give us a little pocket change. You guys go rub the butt, don't bother me. Yeah. And he'd go off with his brother. They'd go crabbing and all that good stuff. Come back with the seafood, all that great stuff, fellas, all that. Yeah. Bonfires, all that. So I saw that. You know? So that's what I wanted. You know what I mean? That's what I wanted. That's what be feel like, Bob, Yeah. What he doing? Like that. He don't answer to nobody. He got friends. That's another thing I tell you guys. I'll get you a, a niche of friends that know something about something that you don't know. Yeah. Mechanic. Because if your car breaks down, you can always call your friend. We were just yeah. talking about it there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yep. what you right. resource. They right. 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 Said, that's your resource. I was asking, they know yeah. I said, hold up. I got somebody. Yeah. I gave Magic Mike's, uh, Mechanic Mike. Right. Mechanic Mike. Shout out yourself. Mike. Yeah. yeah. But surround yourself with people that can help you and not break you down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not saying that you're using them. It's just that they, it's your resource. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hell, they fix your car. Now you're on the podcast. Hey, my man, fixing the car right now. Yeah. Now, next thing you know, you got 
13 people calling them like back to back to back. Yeah. But you just helped each other out. Yeah. You understand? Your so network you, is yeah, your network. network yeah. 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 You know who you know. You get stars surrounding your people with, you know, you, you, with people that can do things for you. And it's not saying that you're using them because you're not. Mm-hmm. Just building you. Yeah. You know, things that you don't know. You know what I mean? So this yeah. guy got every acting in. Ask somebody, hey, man, you got a plumber? I got somebody for you, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> they name my electric man. I got somebody for yeah. you. Hold on, dude. Look at my phone. Uh, they got everybody. Electric yeah. man, one, two, and three. Yeah. Plumber, one, two, and three. When I first yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> he skipped three. He just got one, two, and four. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my dad was. We knew yeah. somebody. Everybody. You didn't have to go to, like, Firestone to get your car fixed. Yeah. I knew somebody that worked at Firestone. You <laughs> knew somebody that worked at Firestone that would come to the house. And do the same job yeah. and not pay charge right. $120 an hour. Same yeah. thing. My grandfather lived in yeah. mechanic, so, so he would cut the kids' hair, his grandkids' hair for free. Yeah. And he my grandfather a barber. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just had our doctor, family doctor, and he, he cut the kids' hair. Yeah. I worked so well. Yeah. You know, but, but you know what it's called, fellas? It's called the old barter system. Mm. That's what it was. People didn't have money back in the day. Hell, we even got a lawyer like that. We got a lawyer like that. Yeah. Barter system, man. Yeah. That's hey, one. That's hey, one thing with you guys out. We go to court, hey, and then when he come in, what you need? What you need, man? Want some eat? Yeah, we want some eat. Got- we rag him and give him a hard way to go, but yeah, we take guess what? You yeah. take him for me, go. But when we had to go to court, we could have been like, he could have been like, yo, dig in your pockets. Yeah. You know? That's so, love. Yeah. Hey, you that's know? one thing about yeah. black businesses, just the community. It's like, right. no one's going to love us how, how we love, love each other, you know? Yeah, that's it. Like, that's, it. that's one thing with being self sufficient. It's like, right. If I got you and you got me, that's all we need. <laughs> we don't I mean. need anybody out here to come, <laughs> right. come say this, come do this. No, so. Oh, you good. Yeah, man. man. And we just, we're getting back to that. Yeah. We're really getting back to that. Because there was a time where like, a lot of that stopped. Um, if you watch uh, old movies, we, we talk about this all the time. Like old movies, not black exploitation, but up until that time period. Or oh, look at old photos. Look at how black people dressed. Yeah. Sharp. It used sharp. to be sharp. I used to see that like yeah. anything. Anytime yeah. they go out and entertain you know, look clean. They could be poor. They still look clean. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that, you know, had some pride about yeah. ourselves. We had pride in ourselves, you know. And then something it's happened. Coming it's, it's, it coming it's coming back. It is coming back. Yeah. It's coming back. It's coming back. I don't know, something after that 80s generation, something happened in the 90s. It all yeah. just went haywire. And then it's starting to come back a little bit because we used to have, I had a, we had a big house. Like mm-hmm. We had a, my basement was, was completed. Like, we would have parties. We had a, like a long bar like that over there. And we had a huge, we would have family. Like, we could have my family union in my backyard. Yeah. It was so big. And, um, like, my parents, we just love being around our family. That's really all you got. Like, my wealth, you know, we do, my money-wise, okay, but my wealth isn't my children. Yeah. You know? That's you really get Yeah, you know, yeah, your children. When you, when you can see what you do, what you've instilled in them, Rub off on them miles. Yeah, it's never worked a job. Yeah, that's one thing he talks about all the time. Never, <laughs> and 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 he knows his craft. Mm. You know, and I, 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 it, it makes me happy. Yeah. You know, all of my kids are doing something. My oldest son Richard, photography in Manhattan. Yeah, point of view, rich. Right. Shout out. Right. You know, Junior doing his little pressure washing thing and doing his own thing and. That, Everybody are doing their own thing, you know, and it, that's that's wonderful. Yeah. So you yeah. gotta be thankful for it. That you know, I know one day I, I can't live forever, but 
I know when I'm gone, I'm still alive through them. Facts. And I know they'll be all right. Yeah. You know, just like his children. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 want, they got a thirst to learn, thirst to know. You know, and it comes from at home. If, you, if you're the type of parents that your children don't see you doing anything and, you know, you always nickel cent slick. Have <laughs> you ever heard that term before? That's how they're going to grow up. Yeah. You know, you got to teach them to be about their business, you know. That's it. That's I, it. I think that goes back to what you were saying, uh, James, about how you saw that growing up. Right. And you're like, man, I want that. And right. then your kids see it now. Like, my dad's got his own business. And right. then your kids, Jason, yeah. see that. And, like, that gets instilled in you from a young age. And you age. speak it. Let me tell yeah. you how you speak it. And I just told the story the other day. I watched Miles being born. I named him right there. I called him Miles Davis. Mm-hmm. I spoke it over in the delivery room. My son does what? Hey, I know who Miles Davis is, the musician. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What does my son do? Music. Wow. Right. You speak your reality. Mm-hmm. That's a classic example of it. You know? And it's there, fella. Right. It's there. And it happens so fast. You see it, man. You so it, it, fast. You know? And, you, you know, as a parent, you know, it'll break you down emotionally because you're like, man, we did say this shit. <laughs> yeah. I said this shit 15 years ago. Oh, you know, now he's 22, but, you know, he'll be 22 in a couple of weeks. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I really did say this, so now he's doing it. Yeah. And, and we laugh at Junior because he's me all over. Just a smaller version of me. Yeah. That's me. Yeah, all of them saw it growing up. They, they, they know. You know? So they have no excuse. If they, if they choose not to succeed, it's because they don't want to. Mm. You have a choice. Yeah. They don't want they to. Don't want to. And yeah. I, I know that they have the drive to try to do and maintain at a certain level. And that's it. And even James and I, you know, we sharpen each other sometimes. Yeah. We, off the wall, so we get to talking about something. And they're like, man, you was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. It could be 11, 12 o'clock at night. We back and forth on the phone. I'm sitting there watching TV. And he'll be like, fam, I was just thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody operates at a frequency. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard that. Yeah. You got to elevate your vibration. Yeah. If you high frequency, you can't operate at a low frequency. You know, it's gonna slow you down. You gotta get, you gotta get the frequencies that match you. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know, that's why right. you ever hear sometimes somebody like, I got that vibe. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. That thing is real. That's yeah. real. Right. That frequency. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. or, 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 I don't know if you guys were athletic or, or played sports. Somebody yeah. be slow. Like, well, you just slowing me down, man. Yeah. Or you lifting with somebody like, ah, damn, he's slowing me down. Right. Yeah. Gotta move forward. Yeah. Man. Being lazy on you. Like, man, but he's the best athlete, though. Yeah. That's how it usually goes, too. Yeah, you like, damn. Most man. talented ones. Like, you're so lazy, bro. You're like, yo, you got me lazy out here, man. <laughs> I know I can live more than this. You got me over here looking struggling. I'm here struggling because of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, to make things true, fellas, and I'll touch on it because I gotta go. Yeah. Uh, gratitude. Be grateful, fellas. Right. Be grateful. Man. Always be mm-hmm. thanks. Always before your feet even hit the ground. Yeah, wake up giving thanks. Thanks for the higher being. God, parents, whatever you believe. Whatever you believe. Friends, their parents. You just wait, going to work or you just driving. Listen to they Thank you. I'm grateful for just listening to the radio. Yeah. But guess what, fellas? Some people can't hear. Mm. You understand? It's real. Some people don't have arms. Some people don't got arms. 
You know what I mean? And I always say that he laughed at me about it. I tell y'all, you know, I don't got a, you know, my tooth missing. But guess what? Every time when I say that, I think there's other people out in the world that got things that I'm doing. Yeah. There's a guy right now that has no arms and can never count his money. All he can do is just look at it. Mm. I can physically touch my money. It's mm. real. It's always a reason to it's be blessed. Always. Always a reason, man. You always take the good with the bad. Always. And find it. And then I used to be slick at the mouth to women. That's why my tooth is missing. Mm. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. So guess what? Now I am. Hey, baby, how you doing, sweetheart? How you doing, miss? Oh, you good, baby? Yeah. Because it made me be humble. Yeah. Right. You understand? So every, take your good with your bad. Learn from it. You know, be grateful for everything. Give thanks all the time because it's important. Right. It's imp- I don't take it for granted because uh, all it takes is one bad day to ruin your business. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, one one bad thing, day. Bad thing. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. Just one thing could, could, could turn everything sour Facts, overnight. Man. But we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. I'm up. Yeah, man. Really appreciate y'all sitting down. We could talk all day long. Y'all spitting that real OG talk to us, but... Hey, shout out to Golden Wings. Tell us the location again. 7971 North Woodrow Street, Suite 10, Irmo, South Carolina, 29063. Yes, sir. 803-708-1877. Got them all memorized, <laughs> man. Yeah. Hey, y'all pull out the Golden Wings, get you some food, man. This is another episode of Dominate Decade. We're out. What we build, they can't inherit. Our unit stone is shining like diamond carrots. They talk us for the birds, and I'm no talking parrot. This is me and you, let's will like on a Ferris Yeah, us together, no exemption I knew we would happen, I predicted like it's the Simpsons